if you keep going back wondering if you should let the narcissist back in, you keep going back and forth, back and forth. One day you're a hundred percent done. And then one day you're thinking maybe you were too sensitive. Maybe you were too harsh. Maybe you were too selfish and you keep going back and forth. Here are some things I want to share with you to really contemplate before allowing either them to come back in and say yes, if they reach out or you unblocking them or you reaching out after you told yourself you weren't going to. The first thing I'm going to ask you is how did it feel when you decided you were done? What was going on in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, in your body when you got to the point of I'm not doing this anymore? I want you to go back and tap into those feelings. It's just like any addiction. You drink one night and you black out and you have so much regret and remorse and so much pain and the hangover is trash and you tell yourself, I'm never doing this again. And you really mean it. And you really believe it. You're in a lot of pain. You don't want to hurt yourself like that anymore. But then what happens when the pain subsides and wears away and you get back into the energy of love and joy and peace and happiness and bliss? Our mind goes back to the times where we enjoyed drinking. Maybe it was a Sunday afternoon on the porch drinking with your friends. Maybe it was that glass of wine on that first date and you felt so in love. Our brain reverts back to the good feelings, the good times. It's the same thing that our brain does when we think about the good times with the narcissist. Once the pain subsides and we've had some space to get back to neutral, we want to reach for how it felt when we felt in love with them or we felt a lot of joy with them. We felt a lot of happiness with them. Usually that was only in the beginning. And this is why I hammered in to all of my clients' heads that the beginning was not real. Just like the buzz from a drink is not real. It's artificial. It's an illusion. It's not sourced organically. And anything not sourced organically comes with a consequence. It comes with a price. And so it's so key and so important right now to just really be honest with yourself. How did it feel right before you said you were done or right before or right after they moved out? They told you they found someone else or you found out they found somebody else. They cheated. They lied. Remember the times where they laughed in your face and made you feel like you were crazy where you 100% know that they said or did something and they looked at you like you were mentally unstable for even thinking that they would say something that you know that they said. I want you to think about and recall those times right now. The second part we want to get into if you're contemplating getting back with the narcissist or reaching back out to them is, did they actually really care about you? Did they care about how you felt when they left? Did they care about how you felt when they ghosted you? Did they care about your feelings and have true empathy and compassion and love for you? Don't get that twisted and confused if they apologize to you. A lot of times they will apologize, but it's self-seeking on their end. 
they don't genuinely mean it. They aren't genuinely sincere. And a lot of times it's just what they feel like they need to say in that moment to hook you back in. Have you ever noticed that they apologize and they say that their behavior is going to change and that you were right and they were wrong. And then you notice a week later, sometimes even a day later, they go right back to their old behavior and usually worse because now they're mad that you rejected them or you stood in your power, you set a boundary with them and then they punish you later for it. So the second part to ask yourself is, did they really care about your feelings and how you felt? Did they treat you the way you would have treated them? Just be honest with yourself. And then the third part I want to share right now is, why would this time be different? And have you had enough countless vain attempts of trying to see the benefit of the doubt, trying to get back to how it was in the beginning. What's going to make this time different? And do you feel like they sincerely have done the work or the healing or what would be necessary for it to actually work this time? Has it been a year, two years, three years, four years of you giving them chance after chance after chance after chance because you know you've seen glimpses of how they can be? how they can be loving and charming and feel like your best friend, feel like your soulmate. But yet you can't seem to get back to that point or you can't seem to sustain it for a long time. Be honest with yourself. That's all I'm asking you with any addiction. If you want to recover from it, you have to be honest with yourself. It requires taking an inventory of your behaviors and your choices and your delusions. And I know that that can be hard to hear because you're most likely an empath. You've been drawn to this show and you're genuinely resonating with what I'm saying. An empath has a lot of compassion, has a lot of empathy, can see the best in people, can see the light in people, has experienced glimpses with other people. But what happens, the dark side, the downfall of being an empath is that you allow your compassion to override staying in toxic relationships and tolerating abusive behaviors from other people because you have compassion and empathy. And so I'm here to help empower you to come home to yourself, to love yourself and to protect your heart and protect your well-being. You can have compassion and love people from afar and think good thoughts about them without giving them access to you. We understand this on a physical sense. Not everybody gets the keys to your house. Not everybody's coming into your bedroom. Not everybody's coming over for dinner. But yet that's the same kind of access we give to other people who haven't treated us right over and over and over again. And so I'm going to invite you to treat it as if you're protecting your home. That's not saying that you're overprotective or anything. You just use common sense. There are people here who are dangerous. There are predators. There are murderers. There are molesters. There are all of these things. Not all humans are good and most of them are sick. And this is what I really want to highlight is a lot of times when we're dealing with a narcissistic person, we're dealing with somebody who is spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically sick. They're not able to feel love. They're not able to give love. They don't have empathy. They don't have compassion. So if you really want to start breaking the cycle and not let them back in, and not get yourself into this loop over and over again, it's going to require you choosing yourself. 
even though you might feel some uncomfortable feelings, you might feel bad that they may feel rejected. That used to be one of my biggest things. I would let them back in because I wanted to be so forgiving and so loving. And I didn't want them to feel their own regret from their own decisions. So I was protecting their feelings all day long, allowing people who really hurt me come back into my life. I kept swinging that door that I promised I would shut wide open. And at first it was really good. And it felt like, why did we ever end this relationship or this friendship? Only to be hooked right back in and then going back to their old behavior and usually even worse because then they wanted to punish me. So I kept setting myself up. That was my inventory. That I allowed myself to keep opening the door to protect their own feelings of regret and shame and guilt. And that is not right. And that is not okay. And now I don't do that anymore. I'm a very forgiving, understanding, accepting, loving person. But I no longer allow people back into my space after I have closed the door. And it took a lot of lessons to finally learn this one, to see that no good comes out of that. Because I have to go back to the first thing I told you on this episode, replaying, why did I shut the door in the first place? Why did I want to block them? Why did I end the friendship? Or why did I end the relationship? That's what was real. I don't need to keep giving people second, third, fourth, fifth chances. But I had to learn I can love them without giving access to them. And this is the part that can be really hard for my clients as empaths. Being okay with the uncomfortable feelings. Your own potential regret. Your own potential fear that they're going to think that you're selfish or that you're a bitch or that you're mean or that you're an asshole or that you're a jerk. And all these feelings you're afraid of somebody thinking about you. Those are some of the reasons why we stay in narcissistic dynamics because we're too afraid for somebody to think that about us. And we're even more afraid of them to go tell other people those things about us. We always have this need when we're insecure to defend and to prove ourselves. And when we're sourcing all of our power and our approval from outside places, that's when we're a match to narcissists all day long. They have power over us and they know it and they will attack our vulnerabilities and our insecurities because that's how they can have power and control over us. And so the way to really become narcissist proof is to come back into your own power, connect with your higher power, realize that that is your source. No other human being on the planet is your source and can take away that approval from you that comes from within. That's when you feel at home with yourself. That's why I created a whole program called the homeschool to really take all of the power that you've given to all of these people, starting from childhood all the way up until now, who you've allowed them to dictate and determine who you are. And you've put so much fear into them leaving or them slandering your name. The true happiness, joy, and freedom in your life is going to come when you're connected to your higher power. And when you're really loving yourself and feeling secure within yourself and knowing that you could handle somebody canceling you or leaving you or cheating you or walking out on you. So I invite you to go take some time and journal on this. Reflect on these three things. Replay this episode if you need to. Know that you were led here. You were guided here for a reason. There's no coincidence. So trust your higher self, trust your higher power, know that you are worth so much more. You are worth loving yourself and you're worth loving, healthy, 
soulmate kind of friendships and romantic relationships. You get to have that just like you are that for other people. You get to now also receive that. Nothing somebody did to you or said to you was ever the truth. It only became the truth when you believed it. And it's time to let that go. So I'm sending you so much love, so much recovery, so much healing, so much coming home to yourself. And I will keep creating more episodes for you. Have an amazing rest of your day.